Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. With Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk of 24-7 Sports. Powered by Taylor Construction Equipment. Whether you're looking to rent, lease, buy, or for service, contact Taylor Construction Equipment today at taylorconstructionequipment.com or call 662-446-1048. Now get ready for Thunder and Lightning. Hey guys, this is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Before we get over to Algoma and Seafood Junction, let's thank our sponsors. Start off, of course, with our good friends over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Start your day the right way with a trip to the drive-thru over at Strange Brew Coffee House here in Starkville or Brupolo and over in Tupelo. It would be weird if Brupolo was in Algoma. I'm just, I'm just going to let you know that. Wherever you are in our great state, if you want to enjoy Strange Brew Coffee each and every morning, it's a click away. Just go to strangebrewcoffeehouse.com. In order to be shipped right to your door. Don't forget, Strange Brew Coffee House is a bulldog initiative supporting business. College Corner and collegecornerstore.com is the place to find the maroon and white merchandise that you are looking for. Whatever it is, Mississippi State, they've got the biggest and best selection in central Mississippi. Two locations to serve you in the Jackson area. They're original by Fleet Feet. They're in Flowood by the Half Shell. Or you can shop online at collegecornerstore.com. Restaurant Tyler, Starkville's flagship restaurant. When I get back from Nashville, a trip back to Restaurant Tyler is high on my to-do list because it's just so good. It's the best blue plate lunch in town. It's the best dinner in town. It's the best Sunday brunch in town. It's all under one roof. It's right there it's at the corner of Washington and Maine. I'm, yeah, it is Washington. For, some second, for a second there, I lost my bearings. You know what I'm talking about. It's Restaurant Tyler. 16 Priority One Bank locations throughout central Mississippi ready to serve you. Go to PriorityOneBank.com to find the location nearest you and open an account that will serve you for many years. Because when you want to talk to somebody about your financial future, when you need a loan for your car, your house, your small business, you want to talk to people you know in your community. That's what local banking gives you. If you're already a Priority One Bank customer, you know how great their app is. It's smooth, it's streamlined, and you do a lot more on that than just move your money around. Go to PriorityOneBank.com. Let Priority One Bank make you their priority. Let's head out to Algoma and Seafood Junction. I guess Is this technically like a future Brian thing? I guess it is. But let's go head out and start our great podcast and our next stop on the Superior Catfish Summer Catfish Tour. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Hayden and Robbie Falk here with you live at Seafood Junction in Algoma, Mississippi. Robbie, we have been waiting on this one. Yeah, you're trying to get done as quickly as possible. I have never wanted to work less in my life, <laughs> and I work terrible jobs, but I am ready to hit that buffet. Oh, so. man, I'm just, I, I can't tell you. I, I went and looked earlier before they put all the food out. They have everything yeah, the, 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 the list. Yeah, everything's labeled. I, I I can't wait. That's great for someone like me who's not very bright. That's right. I'm like, oh, is that what that is? Okay. Well, sometimes gonna, we can't even read, but. Yeah. Well, I'm, I, I, got, uh, I got John Sokoloff here. He's going to help me out here. Big Daddy's John, over here. John's here. John, don't eat any frog legs until I got you on camera. Big Daddy's got a plate. Big Daddy's so plate tech, is piled high. So yes, we're in we're in good shape here. There are a ton of people here at the Seafood Junction. There is there was a line out the door when we got when we got here. I got here about forty five minutes before they open, and there are already like five or six people. Yeah, standing in line. That tells you what we're talking about here. This this is not your average seafood restaurant. 
yeah, this might be the best. This, this might be this might be the best the pinnacle. This might be it. So and we've had some good stops so far. We have, we have, and the Superior Catfish Tour has rolled on. We're going to try to keep that going. We'll talk a little bit more about that a, a, a little later. But I don't have I don't have the song here. Crude. Yeah. I just have to I just have to make it work here. You, you'll be all right over there. Uh, we don't talk a lot of women's basketball recruiting on, on this podcast, but has the next Tierra McCowan committed to Mississippi State? That's the hope. Tell us about her. Um, Rocio, I think. Rocio. All right. Hold Jimenez. on. Hold on. You're supposed to be the. This is your topic. Well, you're supposed to know. I'm. I'm not the Latin did you, America. Did you see uh, here the other night? I had to queue up your video. To, I did. To get that that last funny. name. I was like, you and you knew that I asked him that too, didn't? I know. I was like, Robbie would. Robbie would have gotten this information. <laughs> First thing I asked him is, how do you pronounce your? Is name? it Ligot? Ligot. We're good. He seemed annoyed too. Like I like he probably gets that all the buddy. My last name is Haydad. All right. You just get used to it after a while. Exactly. Be all right. Go ahead. Um Rocio Jimenez, I think. I sure. I mean, I, don't hold me to She's that. class of twenty five. We got plenty of time right. to figure that exactly. out. Exactly. So um got some information the other day on her. She's six seven. She just started playing basketball a year and a half ago. Wow. And she's eighteen years old. She doesn't know how good she can be right now. I mean, she very really does raw process. Very raw. Okay. Very raw. She um, enrolled at a school in Florida around Orlando, I think Kissimmee. Um, Central Point Christian, I think, is is the name of that. Okay. And basically kind of got her feet wet last year playing organized basketball really for the first time in a you know team setting. Mm-hmm. But she was on the uh, Dominican national team. Mm-hmm. Some people remember Esmarie Martinez who Mississippi State signed a few years ago. She ended up not making the school. She went to Texas and then she went to West Virginia. Mm-hmm. They're they're both Dominican. They both played on the same team. She was basically the only one on that team that wasn't either in college or like a professional player. Okay. So she was like the youngest player on that team, just getting started. All that to say, like Tara McCown was super raw when she came to the She was. To so, several years. Yeah. So the hope is you have a player that can blossom into a dominant post player in the country. And as you know, there's not a whole lot of six, seven centers out there in women's basketball. I always say this as much as we all loved Victoria Vivians, Morgan William, and those guys. What made those teams go was Tierra McCowan in the middle. You yep. could not, you couldn't shoot inside on them. Yep. And then on the other side, you couldn't keep her from getting to the basket when she wanted to. If you have a player like that, that is a recipe to get back to the final fit. And Vic Schaefer always told me, you know, the guards, they'll put you in position. I mean, they'll get butts in the seat. Yeah. The centers are the ones, dominant centers are the ones that win you national championships. Yeah. And Tierra McCowan, there was a reason Mississippi State was in position. If you remember back her freshman year, she got hot like at the at the tail end of the season. Yes. You remember that game against Washington? Mm-hmm. She scored like twenty points in the fourth mm-hmm. court. Like just destroyed Chantel Osahor, who was the best rebounder in the country. Yeah. She dominated her. She was a freshman going up against a senior. And next year they go to the national championship. They win the SEC the year after that. I mean, it was it was Tier McCowan that was really the straw. The engine almost. And it, and it made you, too, the second trip to the National Championship, if you remember that team, they went heavy on three-point shooting mm-hmm. because they knew they could shoot a high volume because she was going to get eat up the rebound and, and stick it back. And in. they could dump it into her whenever they exactly. want. Exactly. So the hope is you can develop a player like this. She's very talented for a player of the 6'7". And you just, it's like what I told somebody the other day. You cannot teach 6'7". You can't, yeah. 6'7 is something that God— It's like a 7-footer for a guy. Yeah. 
mean, and there's been some there's been some tall players at Mississippi State and yeah. elsewhere that weren't very good, frankly. Yeah. But I think she has the makings of being a really good player. She can shoot a mid-range jumper. I think she can dribble the ball fairly well. She's got some good feet. I think she's going to be a good one in time. Mm-hmm. Do, do you see Purcell's recruiting kind of jumping up at this point? Like, it yeah. feels like he had a good first class. Yeah. I think I went three top 100, top two, 200 players. But this, you know, this class and the next class, it looks like the the reputation of him added to, and this was something we talked to him about, added to the results on the court. Mm-hmm. People are really going to buy into him. Yeah, for sure. I think what you saw the first the first cycle, whenever he's recruiting those transfer players when he first got here, and when he was putting that first class together, he had hardly coached any games when he got those three top 100 players committed. Yeah. Those players just committed to Sam Purcell. Yeah. And now you have results. Now you can sell even more. I mean, he he and his staff are great recruiters. Gabe Lazo has been outstanding for them. He's the primary reason why they were able to get the 6-7 player. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen Muriel Page has been a big reason for players. Corey Irvin has that connection in the Midwest and Chicago. She's been able to get them in the game with several players. So it's it's one of those deals where he's built a really good staff, and now he's put results in. Somebody brought a cowbell in. I want them to just bring it on up. Bring it on over here. Let's put it right here. There you go. There we go. We got a cowbell. We got some more. We have some more swag to put here on the. Uh, it it on the belongs table. right here in the middle. There we go. Yeah. Put it right down. We will deliver it back to Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so. We'll bring it back. Turn that around so that M over S is look is looking good. It's like beautiful that. logo like that. It, it, by the way, speaking of logos. Oh, <laughs> I, 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 we are taking credit for you, that, you by know, the way. You can call Robbie and I anything you want to call us. But when it comes to Mississippi State branding, you better call us right. Because the script state is coming. Yes. Uh, Mississippi State registered its new logos with ESPN, and its number two primary is the script state. Mm-hmm. The number three logo is, is, is Mississippi State without the banner. I thought that looked really clean. Very clean. And then the first one, obviously, there's one left. we got to get the banner M out, but we are two-thirds of the way there. And we're taking credit for that. We are way. taking full credit. I don't care what anybody tells you. I don't care if somebody says, no, no, we plan on it anyway. I don't no, care. you did not. I don't care if they're saying, hey, five years ago we put this plan in action. No. The end zone 11 started the movement, and right, we, we gave did. it a good push down the hill. Brother widespread, brother Nellum, brother dog season. Would not it would not shock me to see that state script on the helmets for most of the season. By the way, I'm gonna give you a little piece of information here that I that little birdie told me that you may want to expect some state script helmets early and often in the 2023 season. You won't find any complaints from me. I think that's a, and what you also won't it. find is Brian Haydad, Robbie Falk being wrong about that. No, because we were right. And once people, again, and I promise you. People will talk about that no. nationally and regionally about how good that. I want my name associated with. I, they better when they talk about that on the broadcast. When Tom Hart and Cole Kublick and Jordan Rogers, you're talking about that. My name better be brought up, and your name too. Can we put a little TNL logo under, right underneath it where the trademark Just, is? Instead of TM, TL. Hey, that's that's a good it's idea. Me, it's only fake. That's a good idea. One more thing before we uh, we get into this, we're going to talk to uh, Jermaine Washington. He is the director of transportation for Superior Catfish. He's got some great stories. We're going to talk to Gary Higgins. He is the owner of this establishment, and what a place it is. Can't wait to hear from him. We might have to talk to Natty. Natty oh, desperately wanting to get over The entire here. Falk clan is here. Big Daddy's down there. Juju, Natty, Lil Becky. 
Little Becky. Do you know? Do you know your Little Becky? By the way. Okay. Do you, Do you know the Little Becky Dan Mullen story? Oh, what a great story. Yeah, it was Little Becky. Yeah. Yeah, my phone's sitting up there on the podium, and damn, and it starts ringing. Becky's calling me. He said, "Who's Little Becky?" It was Little Becky. I, the fact that he did that would have been great. I mean, cool uh, Becky. Saturday was Joe Moorhead with Garrett Schrader. Um, poor because I met in a NASA MSU store at SEC Media Day. Talking about it for weeks. I mean, I just saw a video today from on three saying that you know State's going to win. That their their guy there said State's going to win four games. Right, so what are we doing? I mean, I. I what are we doing? I, tr- I tried to lay the stats out yesterday. Nobody's State, listening. Since 2010, I think, State has been picked last or second to last 13 times. And never finished there. And they finished second to last or last, I think, three times. They finished last twice. Yeah. So And once Mullins, with Mullins, Mullins year, first year, which they the 2020 year, the COVID year. Right. Where they were making the, the biggest offensive change you could possibly imagine. And maybe we're all wrong, and all these people that don't that have never followed Mississippi State nah. closely is right. Nah. But I doubt. I mean, we just proved that we were right. That's right. I, I just feel I feel strongly about yes Mississippi State being better than people project them. I feel really strong about that. I want to say, Paul Jones said this, and when you think about it like this, it really makes a lot of sense. He said, if somebody were to go at media days and pick State to win the West. They would be. They would take a lot of heat for that. Mm-hmm. They would take people would be making fun of them, whatever. But they would be closer to being correct than the people who pick them to finish last. Yeah. So that's just a battle. I mean, you know that you and I are going to have to fight that all season long, and we're going to have to fight. I got to you know deal with it on, on radio and all that. And it's you know I, I'm I'm prepared to fight that battle because the evidence is on our side. I just don't understand why this happens every year. I don't. I mean, I the you have. 10, 12 years of evidence that shows you it doesn't happen. Yeah. Mississippi State, I, another thing I tweeted out yesterday, State has the six most wins in the SEC since Texas A&M. Since, since the last time State finished last, everybody except Alabama, I think, has finished last in the West. I know Ole Miss has. I know A&M has. I know Auburn has. I know Arkansas has. I'm pretty sure LSU was finished last in the West in one year. They had, they had a year a couple of years ago. State's not finished last. So, well, 2020. I'm not counting the COVID year. I'm yeah. not counting it. That's fine. Didn't happen. I'm, Except for the LSU game. That happened. That happened. That, the LSU game. State happened. was 1-0, in my opinion. I, I didn't see. I, they won the bowl game, too. That's, That's the only games I saw that year. All right. For me. We're going to talk now to Jermaine Washington. He co- he covers. He works for Superior Catfish. He's the director. I'm so used he to He covers it. Western Michigan. I'm all, <laughs> did I tell you I got that interview? You got a Western I got a Western Michigan, Michigan interview. <laughs> all right. If you if you miss this, you know next week we're going to be at media day. So gosh, if State was playing LSU, Arkansas, Alabama in our opponent preview series, easy pickings. no problem. They're playing Western Michigan. <laughs> so I did the Google thing and I was just looking everywhere and I got a guy and I interviewed him on Friday. You'll hear it later this week I on can't Thunder wait. Lightning. It's a good interview. He knew his stuff. I'm sure he made a comment. He was he says about the SEC is like, and of course you know how much success Alabama has had. And I was just like, buddy. <laughs> if any human being on the earth knows how much success Alabama's had, you're talking to him. Can you send him our episode? We're yelling at each other. Yeah, we're just like, like this a- is the su- this is what the success of Alabama has done yep. to us. So we're gonna talk to Jermaine Washington, director of transportation for Superior Catfish. Then we'll follow it up with Gary Higgins. He is the owner and the operator and the man in charge of this incredible seafood buffet here at Seafood Junction. Let's talk now with our new friend Jermaine Washington. We are here at Seafood Junction. We are 
It is difficult to put into words <laughs> the anticipation that I'm having right this second. Brian does not want to do any work. He just wants to go we straight work to the to buffet. And, and this man knows about hard work. Jermaine Washington, Director of Transportation. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. For uh, our friends over at Superior. How long have you been with Superior? I've been with Superior about between 13 and 14 years. You've put up with Brent that long? <laughs> hey, that is incredible. <laughs> That's my guy. Do they give you like an award at the end of the month? No, no. I wish they could, though. They need to. <laughs> we're going to make that happen for you. So one thing we've talked about at every stop we've made is Superior family. Mm-hmm. It is a family atmosphere at Superior Catfish. What does that mean? Oh man, Superior! The family of Superior is it, it, it's incredible. When you got the general manager walk in the front office in the morning and, and make coffee for everybody, you don't see that everywhere you go. So, family is a big part at Superior. What is something? What's a highlight for you of your time at Superior? Do you have a good story? Oh yes, uh, I tell you what. Uh, Fred came to me one day, mm-hmm. and he took a, a, a group of us out to Texas to a food show. Okay. And we went around to some of our customers like Bond Brothers, and we went to one, I think, uh, one of our Fish Shack customers out there in Texas. And the highlight of my my day when he took me to the Cowboy Stadium, I mean, <laughs> that was everything. To so me. you're a big Cowboy fan? I'm a big Cowboy big fan. Dak Prescott? Big Dak fan. You need to tell, we had a we had a, a Dak Prescott signed helmet for up for auction the other day. Tell Brent to buy it for you. Hey. <laughs> I'm going to put that into words. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's only 1500 We got you taken care of. Okay. <laughs> Please do, Brett. Make it happen for you. Mm-hmm. T- tell your director of transportation. It sounds like, okay, you just make sure everything goes out. What What is your job? My job at Superior, I, I make sure that that product get to the customer in the best shape, form, and fashion. I mean, it, it's a lot of hard work. Don't get me wrong, because you got to deal with trucks at later nights. When that truck breaks down, I got to be the one to, to, to really put everything together so transportation is not a bad job but it's a, a stressful job at times yeah but i enjoy every moment of it yeah brent brent told us one time you know he used to just pack it in the back of his truck and drive it to a to a location or something like that i mean how much has times changed for for the industry and specifically for superior oh it, it changed tremendously now that we on a usda policy uh, you really can't do that anymore <laughs> so those days are going to pass now so <laughs> best out the door it gotta be a, a Control temp environment. Yeah, yeah. So, w- what does that say about Superior, though? That you, that guys like that are willing to load something in their truck and drive to, you know, Louisville, Ackerman, someplace down the road, and just take catfish to somebody like with their own hands. Well, that that that's, that shows you the reason by how Superior how loyal we are to our customers. Mm-hmm. I mean, we would take a box. 50 miles yeah. just to satisfy their customer. We, we try to do everything in our power to keep our customer satisfied and happy. Could you bring a truck to my house? <laughs> put an order in, I get it. We just, <laughs> just put me on the route. Put an yeah. order in, I get you, it there. I'll meet you. Yeah. You don't have to come get out of the truck. I'll meet you at the corner and just hand it to me, and I'll go back to the house, <laughs> and everything will be good. Now, we're, we're, we're kind of making fun of Brent back mm-hmm. here, which is fun. I, I heard you have a nickname for him. <laughs> the Paper Tiger. Well, he, he get that name because he do a real big blow sometimes, but ain't nothing to him. That's why we get the name called a paper tiger. He's not going to do nothing. He, he, he's a big teddy bear. <laughs> we, 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 we love Brent. Yeah. When you think about all the time you spent at Superior and all the customers that you've met and all the restaurants you've been to, you know, what is it about Superior Catfish that makes you proud to be a part of it? Well, our name speaks for itself. Yeah. Superior. It, it speaks for itself. I mean, I hope one day that Superior be one of the best catfish supply in the world yeah i mean like i said it's superior it speaks for itself are you going to be able to handle that when when we go from trucks to planes 
<laughs> well, the way time changes, you you never know what may happen. You're right about that. You're right about that. So, Jermaine, this has been a blast. I know you're you're excited to get to work for Superior. I know you're excited to get back there and eat. Yes, yes. First time here. Neither one of us have eaten today. So the fact that we're even doing this interview is a testament to our professionalism. <laughs> Jermaine Washington, Director of Transportation of Superior yes. Campus. Thank you so much. No problem. Thank you. There are good restaurants, and there are great restaurants, and there are restaurants that Brian Haydad would drive an hour and 20 minutes to come eat at, and this is one of those. Seafood Junction, here's the owner, Gary Higgins. Gary, I had never been here before today. I can promise you this, you were, this is not the last time you're ever going to see me. That's <laughs> good. That's good. How long have you been the owner of this place? How long has this been in your family? Uh, this has been in our family since 1988. My mm -hmm. mom and dad built this in 1988. Uh, my wife and I built this second one in Bahia in 1997. Uh, when my dad passed away, the, the owners now are actually uh, uh, the Foster family and Montgomery family actually run this restaurant on this restaurant. Okay. But I, I do most of the procurement of the fish. Well, that makes it your job really easy because you have superior catfish in the right. there. That's right. So... This is, we talked about this tour back during, you know, the spring, and we were talking about where do we want to go. I mean, this is what I, we would have drawn on a, on, a, on a piece of paper, like this is the kind of place, but then the fact that it's a buffet <laughs> is another thing. So when you have a product like Superior, and then you make it all you can eat, that's why the line is out the door. I hope so. I hope so. They got a good product, and uh, the, uh, you know, it's a family atmosphere restaurant, and so it's, uh, it's been successful for a long time. They're good customers. You talk about that product. We talk, we've been to four or five restaurants now. Everybody's kind of on the same page about Superior. For you, what sets them apart? Well, first of all, when we first was introduced to them, it's just they had a good, clean product. It was always on flavor. They only kept getting samples. And so finally, me and my dad, we, you know, we buy a lot of catfish. That's our number one seller. So we wanted to tour the plant. We went down, looked at the plant, and we were very impressed. So we started buying it. And I think me and Fred was talking, we've been buying it for over 15 years. Wow. Wow. So their fish is clean. It's always on flavor, uh, very consistent, and they're just, they're just good people to work with. That was, that was the first thing when we tasted it that day. The first thing I said was every piece of catfish that I'm eating tastes the exact same. It's not muddy. It's clean. Yeah. It's the same thing. And you know that in the restaurant business, consistency is just right. everything. Yeah. You know, the person who comes in and eats here today, they come back next week, it's got to be the same. We... I don't know the last time we had all-flavor fish, but in the past we've had it, and it makes it a nightmare. When you open a box and you have all-flavor fish, it's a long night. If you ever have all-flavor fish, first off, you won't. But if you if something happens, there's a mistake. Rent's right back there. You just you take all complaints right to him. <laughs> he uh, he'll take care of. He it. will take care of it. <laughs> he'll he will take, take care of it. Uh, good folks. This is you know Algoma is a, a city. I, I, Robbie, I'll tell you, they sent me the text. They're like, would you like to do Algoma? And I was literally like, I don't even know where that is or I had to look it up and to find a, a little hidden gem like this I mean there's a lot of great places like this in Mississippi what makes this one one of the best you know it's just it's just good food my daddy always said good food clean environment and just uh just love on your customers and take care of them and they'll come from anywhere to eat this was actually an old train depot in the early 1900s this was a big train depot they made cross ties and and so that's where the seafood junction the the train um theme came from so uh he built it i remember when we was building this we built it ourselves most of it and um it kind of it kind of felt like noah building the ark people come by and say what are you doing because <laughs> you know his joke was the uh, population of algoma doubled on saturday night when we opened it though 
Uh, people thought we were crazy when we was building this, but they just he just thought they'd come, and we've been blessed. You got two of every shrimp, every fish, every chicken up there. You get it is like Noah's Ark. It's it's uh it's a lot of work. All right, <laughs> you don't have to say catfish. Don't don't get you won't, we won't get you any trouble. But what's your favorite thing on the buffet? Oh, whole catfish. Really? Whole catfish. Uh, I'm a whole catfish eater. There you go. Of course, you can tell I eat it all, <laughs> but. Uh, I, uh, you I, could tell we'll go up there and eat it all too. See, this is this is the thing. I, I've, told, I've, I've been dieting and losing weight for six, seven months now. Yeah. And I feel like it's been building towards this day. <laughs> and I haven't had a cheat day, but I, that's about to happen for me here. So we, we see a lot of that in here. I can tell you that. It's, it's not cheating when it's good, though. Oh, that's right. Right. Well, so, you, so. You, talk- oh, you know, actually, when I see people come through and don't get much food, mm-hmm. that's the ones that make me nervous. <laughs> it's there. You ain't going to have that issue with me in the yeah, hobby. If, yeah. they're, if they're eating a lot, I know they like it. There you go. You talked about a while ago loving on your customers, having a good environment. That I mean, right when I walked into the door, I felt it here. I mean, the people came up here, introduced themselves, were happy to have us here. We appreciate that, and I, I know that's that's a big reason why this place is so successful. We, we do appreciate the customers. I mean, you saw the owners, uh, Teresa and Jill, people coming in. They know just about everybody here, greet them with a smile that— uh, try to take care of them. You can't take anything for granted. There, there's too many other places they can go. So we, you know, try to be uh, good to our customers, try to do the best we can with the food and uh, be good, you know, be good to the community and, and just, uh, you know, help out when we can. And it all comes back to you. Gary, you know, I know this is a good restaurant because there's a lot of people in here, but it's not very noisy. Everybody's just eat. Nobody's talking. <laughs> they're too busy eating. And not because they're listening to us. The three of us are about the only they're three not paying us in here. They're <laughs> not paying us any attention, man. Gary Higgins, yeah. Seafood Junction. What a fantastic place. I can't wait to hit the buffet. And that's coming very soon. It did. Thank you. All right, before we wrap things up, let's talk to our fr- let's uh, thank our the rest of our sponsors, our good friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Beef, it's what's for dinner. It wasn't tonight. I won't I won't lie to you. It wasn't tonight. But Beef is what's for dinner. It's still cooking out season. It's grilling season. That means you need to fire up the grill and fire up the beef, the steaks, the burgers, the briskets. It's all, that's what the best stuff in the backyard is. When you're having the cookout, you want to invite the friends over, you want to impress those guys, beef is the way to do it. Head to your local grocery store, your meat markets, your butcher shops, and pick up some meat today, some beef today. Beef, it's what's for dinner, thanks to our friends at the Mississippi Beef Council. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District is the place to find smoked Southern soul food. I'm going a couple weeks without being there. I need to uh, I need to correct that. Put that on the to-do list when I get back as well. We'll probably get that one out of the way. I've been to, I went to Tyler last week, so we'll, we'll, we'll get Two Brothers this week. Don't forget also Two Brothers, another Bulldog initiative supporting business. So when you go in there and you enjoy some great smoked wings, some chicken chipotle tacos, or that prime rib sandwich, you're also supporting the Bulldogs with every bite. So, enjoy some smoked southern soul food in the heart of the Cotton District at Two Brothers Smoked Meats. Great products and great service is what every business likes to promise you. They deliver it to you at Advantage Business Systems, and they have for going on 48 I'm sorry, going on 49 years. Long time. And they've been in business that long because they take care of you guys. They take care of you, when you at the purchase, and they take care of you after the purchase. When you need service, you don't want to have to put, be on hold with a call center for 45 minutes and then make an appointment with an out-of-state technician. You want to deal with Mississippi people who can help you a lot of times the very same day. That's what Advantage Business Systems gives you. 601-362-9192 or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. It's hot. You want to cool down? Head over to Dolce for a sweet treat. Perhaps the new Coffee Toffee Shake, which again is exclusive. Only our listeners know about it. Everybody else is going to be looking at you like, how would you know about that? What is that? It's not on the menu. 
you're in the know because you're a Thunder and Lightning listener. So enjoy one of that or any of their great gelatos or milkshakes. That's the perfect treat to cool you down in the middle of the afternoon. Head over to 509 University Drive for a sweet treat at Dolce. John Sokoloff, WCBI Sports, here with us at Seafood Junction. He works for the WCBI Sports in Columbus. That's in Columbus, no matter what some SEC coaches would have you believe. It's not in Starkville. doesn't matter what they put on their little fake press releases. It's in Columbus. How you doing, John? I'm good. He's been locked into a conversation with Big Daddy over Big, here. Big Daddy is he's Johnson's going to be leading services at your church. He is immersed in Southern Baptist culture right now. We got a buffet of fried food over here. A Look Baptist preacher. This this is in. this is the Saturday church. Hey, hey, any church any church with with this this kind of food, man. It it it's now great. you haven't had one yet. But as you know, you were born in uh, in New Jersey. Well, born in Philadelphia, grew up in New Jersey. But yes, Philadelphia, Same born and not raised there. No, not raised in Philadelphia. Did you spend a lot of your days on the playground? I, I should have. Okay. <laughs> I should have. I Did should they have. A lot of frog legs up in Jersey? A lot of no. frog leg cacciatore? Frog leg parmesan? No, no frog legs. A lot of gabagool? Got a lot of gabagool. Anyone that's watched Sopranos knows there's a lot of gabagool in New oh. Jersey. Yep, exactly. See, this is the problem. I feel like there are so many bits between the three of us that I can't share, and I and I <laughs> we're gonna <laughs> share what we can. I'm doing a good job, yeah. censoring it. My mom's my mom's here. Yeah. If my mom's right. a town, my mom's a town. You cannot do it. You know, think about the frog legs. That's right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. I hate that I looked you in the eye while you did. <laughs> We're going to be all going to be in Nashville in just a couple of days, uh, SEC Media Days. A little different for, for you versus us. Right. We're more Mississippi State-focused. You've got to be there for State Ole Miss. And, and Alabama as well. WCBI Columbus, if you don't know, is a big Alabama town. Yeah. I would go so far, you can correct me, they might be the number one team in town. Uh, in Columbus itself, it's probably like a pretty good three-way split. And you'll see places with Alabama gear. But once you get a little bit west of there, it's... It's a lot of uh, state and Ole Miss, and the yeah. Bama stuff kind of fades a little more. And then if you go to the Air Force Base, there's everything. Yes, that's right. It's a lot of lot of. Lot, I've been on there and, and been amazed at the number of flags. There, you know, see Ohio State, Maryland, UCLA. You're like, oh, they're just, they're just from all over. Yep. We were we were talking earlier, the, the storylines. Well, you know, SC Media Days. Everybody likes to focus on storylines. What's your storyline for Mississippi State that you think people should be talking about? Well. I can give you a couple of, uh, of tiers of it. The one of that people will talk about, but then I have another one of the more interesting one. So the okay. one that people will talk about more is Zach Garnett, obviously taking over since the tragic death of Mike Leach, all that. So that'll be what people talk about more. But, you know, we've spoken to Zach Garnett enough where he's not as interested in talking about that. He wants to make it more about yeah. the players. We have done that. Yes, as exactly. the national media. Right. They're probably going to learn what I just said. But the one that I think we should be talking about more is how much Will Rogers will be using the coming season and the notion that he thinks that people has that, that he's a, a system quarterback. Because he even told us in the spring he can either play – you know, quarterback or you can't. It doesn't matter. And, and even based on what he said and also behind the scenes, he's incredibly excited about Kevin Barbe's system. He thinks that they've clicked incredibly well going into this year. So how Will responds and how he grows in his senior years being quarterback, I think is more intriguing based on kind of what we've heard. Contrary to the uh, Ole Miss fans' thoughts, you're not a Mississippi State guy. You're, no. <laughs> I mean, you are wearing a red shirt. I am. I am. I mean, you're from you're from the north. You're not from here. So this is. I mean, this is not. A, you're not tied to Mississippi State like Brian and I. So no. we we now. It could be possible that we're 
thinking a little more of Mississippi State than they really are. Yeah. What's your perception of Mississippi State, the program, and also going into this year, everybody's you know outside of Starkville and outside of the MSU, it seems like everybody's picking Mississippi State to be last. What's your thoughts on where they are in the pecking order and as a program where they've been, especially since you've been here, but also you know where they've been the last 10 years or whatever? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a fantastic question. You know, you well, the people that are saying that they should finish in last, I mean, I, I don't understand it when you look at the amount of talent that's returning for a team in such key places. For a team that won nine games last year, yeah. that, that doesn't make as much sense to me. And when you look on paper at what Kevin Barbe did, who's being brought in to be offensive coordinator, all the success that he had at Appalachian State last year, I mean, a very successful year for that. So, I mean, on paper, I, I don't know why they would. It, it might be a lazy kind of thing if I were to think about it, people not really looking into it. But I mean, I, I think because I got here right kind of when Leach did, give or take, you know, like right when he started in terms of games I did. And, and it was a similar kind of trajectory with that and what it was with his other few stops, like a bad first year, slowly get better, slowly get built. And, and that's kind of what it was. It was bad. It was very young. It was COVID. They had to deal with so many issues with that. And then, you know, worked their way up. The, the players got younger, bigger and, and better. And then I mean, we all saw what happened last year. So, I, I mean, I, I think it's uh, what I've learned is is all the insane in-state talent that they really take advantage of, that they really mold and grow, and that, that's what allows them to to kind of stay competitive and be a mid to upper tier kind of SEC team based on the season. When you look at, at at this team and what they bring back, is it really just as simple as they're being picked last because Leach isn't here? I think people look at it and they don't know who Zach Arnett is and they think, okay, a 36-year-old guy, is he going to be able to lead an SEC program no matter who's coming back to that certain amount of wins? And then that's probably part of it. I mean, it's got to be, but people don't really know about Arnett's path. They, they don't really know how much of a star he was to San Diego State and then the Syracuse staying and then coming out here. And that 2020 team, the only thing to really write home about was the defense. Yeah, I mean, they're really that's good. why LSU was coming after him right after that. So, I mean, that that's probably part of it, and I think that's that's a, a good point in terms of why people would think that way. I think when people talk about, you know, the change that they have at head coach as being – maybe that's the, the biggest determining factor in them being picked last. But at the same time, you know, I've, I've been around this program since Dan Mullen was here, and – it's kind of a similar atmosphere at practices, the way they do things. What we saw with Dan Mullen, what we saw with Mike Leach, I don't see a ton of differences in how they run things, the, the mindset that the team has, the blue-collar mentality. So to me, I mean, and I know there's a lot of questions to, to answer, but to me, you got your quarterback back. You got all these guys back in the, in the front six. You got all these uh, veterans that have played three, four years in the SEC – I just I'm not as concerned about Mississippi State as some of these other people, and I I know there's a lot of toss up games on that schedule, but at the same time, I just I cannot foresee this team being four and eight or or five and seven or whatever with people are projecting. I just I don't see it. No, and I think there are two things that you really kind of need to look at because I agree with you in the sense of that when how the practices are kind of structured, how Arnett's kind of led things, how the players respect him, all that. That's all been great. And in terms of recruiting for next year, he's done a good job of that as well. What we have not seen yet is two of the main things. One, how can Will Rogers do in this system taking snaps maybe under center, something we haven't seen him do before. And then number two, when it comes to Zach Arnett, you can say all the right things, do all the right things in practice, get him prepared. 
But when it comes to those in-game adjustments that separates you from being a good or great coach to an elite coach, how does he do with those? And the ReliQuest Bowl is the small sample size that we kind of have with it with kind of like a messy game. It was a bowl game. We don't even really know what the mentality is on both sides. So that's, that's the main thing I'm looking at is when you're down 17-7 to 7 on the road at Auburn in the third quarter, what kind of Mississippi State team is going to show up? That's the thing that intrigues me the most. We'll do a little equal opportunity here because we're probably about as close to Oxford <laughs> as we are to Starville. And since my buddy Mike from Oxford is here, I'll do him a solid. What's well, decked out in Ole Miss view? Well, that's Mike, though. I, I, ne- I would never begrudge him. He's a, he is a diehard rebel and a good guy. Give, give us an Ole Miss storyline that you're interested in. Well, John Sokolov versus Lane Kiffin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's, that's my storyline. That's the one. I think it's... You know, that, that one has really changed because it was, okay, is it going to be Spencer Sanders? Is it going to be Jackson Dart starting for this team? But, I mean, there's so many praises that have been sung for Jackson Dart through the spring and we'll see through training camp. I mean, he's a big kid. He's a tough kid. Getting better as the year went on. I, I think kind of he is. He's the main story in terms of can he get better? Can he kind of run things and and – I don't want to say improvise, but lead the offense to take that next step. Well, that's what Corral gave them, though, was the ability, the little improvisation. That's what made them so dangerous. Right, especially with the ground game as well, too. I mean, he had over 600 yards, but also the golding aspect of it, too. What kind of difference is he going to make in this defense? Can he kind of set them over the top to maybe be, you know, top four or five defense in in the SEC, and which obviously, I mean, by default would make you one of the better ones in the country. Yeah. That and Dart are the are the two main things that we're we're kind of looking at because you've seen some of it on the recruiting trail. But now we're obviously kind of looking for it uh, in there. And can Lane kind of build on on what he's done? You know, to start out with the seven and zero, and then I mean, after that, we can talk about how the season kind of derailed as as the year went on. There's a bunch of yeah, we can talk about that all you want. There are a bunch of things that went into that. That I mean, you know, it's the elephant in the room here, but. They had a 10-win season. They had that great start and then kind of sub at the end and still won eight games. So how do they kind of build on that? And is Jackson Dart their guy that's going to be able to do it those next few seasons? I mean, that's, that's a main thing for these, uh, for these media days for sure. Can't wait. Media day starts Monday. LSU is the first team at, at yep. the podium. We'll see Brian Kelly talking about his family. That's and right. uh, at what Alabama, a state on Tuesday, Alabama on Wednesday, Ole Miss on Thursday. They're keeping us there. As long as they can. So that's what I'm concerned about, though, keeping us there. Uh, is it going to be Robbie and I, like, kind of keeping an eye on you there all week? Is it going to be me and you keeping an eye on Robbie? Is it? I think the three the of us just need to keep an eye on Steph. Uh, yes, yeah. Stefan, absolutely. But I don't trust. I don't trust all of us down there, man. We're, we're wild cards. I don't. I don't trust you to pay for my Nashville hot chicken. Well, you're not. Uh, you're not getting it from me. Fried chicken. <laughs> my wild ride chicken. Car. My wallet's in the car. Maybe Big Daddy can spot me a couple bills. Over He's got there. you. He's got you taken care of. He's talking to some people. Well, preacher. We are hopeful this is not our last stop on the uh, summer catfish tour. Brought to you by Superior Catfish. We'll hope to have some more information about that very, very soon. But if it is our last stop, what a stop it has been. And now, the it's main time. event's about to happen. It's, so time. it's time to go eat. Ring the bell. All let, right. Let them know. Let them know I'm coming. <laughs> Alert the cooks. <laughs> Here it oh. comes. Start the backup fryers. I'm about to go. <laughs> for John Sokoloff, WCBI Sports, and, of course, for my good friend Robbie Falk, I will talk to you next time live on Radio Row in Nashville with Robbie uh, at SEC Media Days. This has been Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi.
Talk Mississippi Media Production.